Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to another episode of Video Games Now. My name's Rodney, and if, if, as you can probably hear from the echo of the voice from the lack of bodies in the room, I'm by myself in the studio, but I'm joined via Skype by Mark and Brooks. Hey, guys. Hey, how's it going, VGN fans? All right, today we're going to talk about some video game movies. Uh, before we get to that, we're going to touch on the news uh, from the last week, and uh, we'll uh, get you guys up to speed if you're not already, and... Uh, Stay tuned for some sweet VGN stuff coming up right now. Alright, thanks for joining us for this episode, guys. So yeah, uh, Brooks, I'm going to hand it over to you to uh, brief us on the news of the week. Go ahead. Alright, guys. So uh, just a couple things we want to talk about from uh, last week. Uh, The biggest thing, I think, is the Spiral Remaster Trilogy officially got confirmed as of last week and it's going to be called the reignited trilogy it's dropping on uh xbox and ps4 and it looks really good fully remastered graphics uh and so a couple gameplay tweaks uh it's got the same music though which i noticed uh so it's good they didn't change the music because the music in the original spiral games was awesome and uh, it's coming out september 21st 2018 so yeah we have that to look forward to i think that's uh Pretty exciting, guys. What do you think? So when you say they're reusing the music, are they just literally ripping the original music from the PS1? Exactly, yeah. They're oh, not seriously? Gonna change or remaster the music at all. Like, uh, I remember if you played, uh, what's it, uh, Master Chief Collection, they remastered the soundtrack fully for Halo 2 and and that, but it's not going to be like that. They're keeping the original music, but they just, like, they kept the gameplay very true to the original as well. Um, so is this going to be, like, Conker's Bad Fur Day when they remastered that? Is it going to be, like... The single player exact same as uh, or original. you mean like the crash bandicoot no it's gonna be more like crash bandicoot the newest crash uh bandicoot remaster no, where but, it's like yeah but you just, remember conquer's bad fur day when that got remastered for gamecube i believe it was is it live and reloaded was the remaster right yeah live and reloaded yeah yeah yeah. That's, yeah, on Xbox, uh, yeah yeah you can expect something like that do you think they'll put multiplayer into spyro that would be pretty sick that maybe one day, but this is basically what it is. Is it's like for a new generation of younger fans that didn't get to play the original games because the Spyro trilogy was uh, years ago, so it's been a long time. So I think they just want to bring it back and make it look really pretty and touch it up uh, for all these young kids who haven't touched it before. And like I love the, the Spyro games when I was a kid, ripping around, you know, as the purple dragon. It was it was awesome. 
That's uh, kind of yeah. somewhat disappointing, though, about the music, because um, music plays a big part in the game, and if, and it, for me, that it won't match the visuals. If they're going to update the visuals, they should update the music as well, in my opinion. Yeah, fair enough. Um, also, the uh, the the PS4 exclusive Spider-Man game got a release date as well last week, um, September 7th. I don't know about you guys, but this game looks awesome. Um, the web swinging, the combat, just everything looks absolutely fantastic in this game yeah. i think it was for ps3 or ps3 or ps2 but the one where it was like the spider-man was open world and you could actually like i remember like the first spider-man where you could the web swimming swinging was sweet but you couldn't actually go down to the street if you did you'd die but yeah. then when they later released it you could go down to the street it was almost like grand theft auto but you were Spider-Man. yes that was spider-man 2 the one where you could fully like it was like an open world gta kind of feel but this yeah, one, man, yeah. is going to be, it's a huge open world, and you're pretty much going to be able to play in the huge city of uh, New York, and it looks, like, super realistic, too, and the web swinging is really realistic in the sense, too, that every time you swing a web, it, like, latches onto a building, and you can steer really well, like, and the combat system looks awesome, like, we should uh, definitely link some gameplay of that uh, for, the, for the for the fans out there. Yeah, absolutely, and... Uh... All right, moving on. Anything else, uh, Brooks? That's super cute. Also, uh, the Dark Souls remastered. A lot of remasters this month because there's not too much going on. Uh, some new gameplay came out, um, and we're getting a release date, May 25, for Dark Souls remaster. And again, kind of like the Spiral one, it's just like a true-to-form remaster for a new generation of people who may have missed it last time around. Um, just some minor gameplay tweaks, nothing too uh, extreme, but... Uh, you know, those Dark Souls fans are going to have to get good all over again. It's going to be pretty punishing, all these new players uh, coming into Dark Souls. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, I played Dark Souls for about an hour, and then I got so mad that I just quit. And I just haven't played it since. It's just an infuriating game for sure. See, and if that's coming from you, then I, there's no point for me even to pick it up. <laughs> that's pretty much it for uh, news. We have uh, also God of War coming out soon too. So we're going to hopefully get our hands on that and get some gameplay. Because um, God of War is sweet. Yeah, and uh, Will and I are going to play A Way Out uh, this week sometime. We can find some time. It uh, only has a 10-hour campaign, apparently, so I'm sure it won't take us very long to finish it. All right, guys, moving on to our main topic here, which was video game movies. And uh, other <laughs> For right now, just going around the room, uh, or I mean, around the internet, because you guys aren't here. But um, what uh, what's your what's your favorite worst, I guess? Or <laughs> that's That's an awful oxymoron. I'd have to. St I want to start positive. Uh, I think my favorite video game movie adaptation was Silent Hill, uh, just because I love spooky survival horror kind of creepy movies. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid playing the Silent Hill games on the PlayStation, it was just so creepy. I was up late at night. Like my parents, I sneak downstairs to play these games and then have nightmares. Couldn't sleep at night. But like when they, it, this one's really like true to the to the games too, in the sense that like the, some of the monsters are the same. Pyramid Head makes an appearance. And it's just not super cheesy and like hammed up like a lot of other video game movies that we're gonna get to in this in this uh, podcast. <laughs> See, so my favorite's got to be Mortal Kombat. I was I'm always a fan, the characters and everything. I'm not too big on to side to side fighters, but Mortal Kombat for me was awesome movie. Yeah, because that one was the story of uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero, right? You get to see. That sort of rivalry, and you get to see Scorpion's family get killed or whatever, if I remember correctly. So they kind of made that arc really interesting. And it's yeah. just badass, too, seeing all the my favorite, like your favorite fighters come to life in the movie and fight. It's awesome. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I um I don't really have a favorite, honestly, because they're just all dog yeah, dog poop. So Trash. Uh, <laughs> So um and I'm just just going down the list here, there's a couple of TBAs. There's actually five TBA video game movies. Um there's a Dynasty Warriors movie coming out in two thousand nineteen. Obviously, the Detective Pikachu one, which we've touched on before, which comes out next year, May, May 10th, 2019. There's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie in development. Um, it's not; uh, It hasn't gone to production yet, but uh, it's in pre-production right now. And that's supposed to be released November 15th, 2019. Let's talk about that for a sec. That's probably going to be the Wait, worst uh, thing ever made. Well, hold on a sec, Rodney. Going back, is that Dynasty Warriors going to be filmed out here or in Japan? Um, it's in pre pre production. It doesn't even have a set release date. It just says 2019. So I'm not sure. Um, oh, okay. I'll, while you guys talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, I'll investigate that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, if I don't they do know do if that. Can... It better be dubbed. Yeah, like I don't know. Are they gonna go full anime as with Sonic, or are they kind of do like a live action everything it's, else? But it's Sonic the... CGI'd in. Yeah, it's in the live action column and not in the animation column. So I would assume it'd be live action. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know about you guys, but I saw the Angry Birds movie, and it kind of I'm getting that kind of vibe already. It looks like the uh, Dynasty Warriors is being made in Japan. Or, I'm sorry, in China. It says, uh, many of the stages of recreation... Oh, that's that's the wrong column. Sorry. Uh, a live-action film based on the game series was announced in March 2016. It will be produced by Hong Kong-based China 3D, written by Christine To, and directed by Roy Hin Yi... Yi um, I'm not even going to say the rest of that because I'll butcher it. So, um, it's scheduled Rodney, to be released in China. The oh, sorry. You played the Dynasty Warriors, right? Like, I, I played as well, but... I never really got a whole sense of like what the story was or it was always like oh you have to go and attack this general and then move over here and I never actually played the Dynasty Warriors but I did play the spin-offs the One Piece spin-off and um like uh One Piece Red or whatever it was um and uh Hyrule Warriors which is well, they're basically the same thing they're just reskinned but um yeah you um you start and you basically just an OP character that goes around and just mu like murders multiple like in Hyrule Warriors you can be Link and you'll murder like thousands and thousands of like Bulbacans and and uh and uh yeah stuff like that so I've played a lot of Dynasty Warriors too and uh the cool thing about those games is that there's so many characters I think there's like at least 80 characters that you can play as throughout the series there's just so many and they all have interesting movesets and it's like a, it's basically a hack and slash you run around and these big battles. So at the time, back in the day, it was the biggest battles that you had on a console. Oh, uh, no, they were huge. Like, there's like crowds of people. Yeah, and you'd be slashing yeah. through like platoons of guys trying to get to the generals, the bosses and stuff. It was just, yeah. it was sick. So they could... You gotta make yeah. sure your forces are pushing forward and not getting pushed back in certain areas. So you'd rip over on there on your horse, help out. That was, it was a fun game. But did you get a sense of like a story or anything to it? Or uh, I mean, it was all characters. It was all characters, so it depends on uh, what they do. Like they could pretty much do anything with the with the movie. Depends yeah. on what characters they pick and follow, right? Um, so they're also making, I think, a Five Nights at Freddy's movie at some point this oh. year. I don't know if that's actually happening or not. I definitely probably wouldn't go see that because oh, that game. Yeah, that's not on the list. There's two more on the list that I was going to mention. Uh, they don't have any details whatsoever, but there's an Uncharted. Um, movie and development apparently and uh sleeping dogs as well both pc or ps games right the uncharted would be interesting i could see them doing uh something with drake and where he's on this big treasure hunt and 
you know, politics yeah. getting away. Mind you, Uncharted was announced in 2010, so I don't think there's any ground coming uh, along that way, so. Did you guys see the newest Tomb Raider movie? It could it, it could be similar to that, just in the vibe. I liked it, the newest one. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I have not seen it. I'll have to check that out. Also, um, there's rumors of a Minecraft movie that might be going on next year. Um, that, that, that some details here. It says that Rob McHenley from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia has been announced as the film's writer and director. Yeah, so that, uh, that's Minecraft, Minecraft doesn't really have a storyline though. It kind of relies on like the player to just figure everything out and do what you want in Minecraft. So it'll be. I think it's interesting. They could do whatever they want. Like you know, Lego is so open ended. Like the Lego Movie, they could they could take something fun and do something fun like that. I think. Well, Minecraft the movie. Well, um, that that would for sure have to be animated. There's no way they could do that live action or look just trash. But um, <laughs> but um. If you look at the Angry Birds movie, the Angry Birds game didn't really even have much of a story. You just go from point to point to point and just attack the, the pigs' forts or whatever, right? But when you look at the movie, like, yeah, the movie wasn't that great, but if you don't associate it with the game, like, the movie isn't that bad, really, for, for a kid's movie. I also heard that, uh, speaking of Angry Birds, the Angry Birds Roxio Entertainment greenlit a sequel to Angry Birds 2, 2019. <laughs> uh... Angry Birds 2, eh? That'll be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and also, maybe a Call of, a Call of Duty, uh, a Call of Duty movie might be in the works too. They, well, they made one. It's called um, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> and that movie is great, though. And that was uh, Steven Spielberg. That's one of my favorite movies too. But speaking of, uh, isn't Spielberg behind the newest uh, upcoming Halo series too? That's yeah. They, up, so. they, they announced that. If, what, if, what, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, because if I, I was expecting the the new Halo, like I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Band of Brothers or the Pacific, like those kind of World War like uh, the, the series movies. If really good. If they do something like that with the Halo series, make like a Saving Private Ryan, like the Pacific esque Halo series, that could be awesome. Not necessarily following the Master Chief, but they could follow like ODST soldiers, like they've done before in the other uh, web series, or they could follow the any other Spartans. Like they could. It's really like I'm really excited to see it. Like I'm I'm stoked, but. I'm sorry if oh, I. Yeah. I'm sorry if I cheated into the next topic, Rodney, too early. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, no, the Halo series was really was announced back in 2016, but then not a lot of ground was um, was treaded upon that to that topic, so kind of lost a little bit of of um, of uh, hope, I guess, for it. But yeah, it sounds like it's 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 moving forward now, and uh, since Steven Spielberg's behind it, I have um, a lot of faith that it'll turn out, especially since he's a big gamer, especially with the new movie, uh, Ready Player One, which was a fantastic movie. We'll talk about that in a second here, but um, I, I wouldn't mind if they followed Master Chief, because all the other Halo live-action um, stuff that's come out, I've really wanted to see Master Chief, and you did in that one Netflix special movie or whatever it was with, uh, with the Marines forward that we were talking about. Yeah, Forward Until Dawn. But it just wasn't what I was looking for, you know? Like, so if you're going to do the TV show, then uh, why can't we just basically have the story from the first game and we just fall, and each episode is, like, basically each mission or something like that, or you know? Or maybe we could see a young Master Chief because he was abducted and, like, brought into the Spartan program. Maybe we could see a bit of his backstory, they, something like that. They did release an animation video on Netflix called um, um, The Fall of Reach or something. And yeah. yeah, that oh, was that yeah. It's really, really good. It's 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 all in, about Master Chief's backstory and how he's brought up as a Spartan. It would and, be it would be cool to see more Master Chief because in that Netflix Sword Into Dawn movie, he literally only shows up in the last ten minutes and just like kills a bunch of elites and throws some grenades and pieces out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Just, yeah. He's on his own mission. <laughs> yeah. And, he just uh, shows up at the end. And then uh, they, at the end of the show, like, Lasky's shown to be the captain of the Infinity, and it's like, well, how... So he met Master Chief, like, 40 years ago, and then Master Chief's still, like, 40 years later, like, the kingpin of the frickin' Spartan program? Like, what, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you, though, Rodney. I'd love to see... I'd love to, them to follow Master Chief and just, just give us the first Halo. I'd like to movie. see this... The story of the flood too, because I think the flood were were the scariest part of the Halo series for me. Yep. And See, once they got rid of the though, right? once they got rid of the flood, the series like four and five just like it didn't feel like there was any tension. There was no horrible parasite that could end the universe. It was just like more warring between aliens. Yeah. So like they could do, they can make it that's, sick and follow that. That's a great point because that's what made the first one so great is when you got to the library and there were flood everywhere. It changed really the whole game. Felt, it changed the whole game. It brought you in. It. it it did all of that, and that's what I found with the later Halos. It's like, oh, really? You're still warring with those aliens, eh? It just yeah. didn't do much to like bring you in like that first one did. Yeah, and they could make it scary too, you know? Like, I'm I'm excited for that. But I don't yeah. I don't want it to be like the next Doom. Like Doom kind of tried to do that, and it just didn't work at all. You're talking about the Doom movie? Yeah. Yeah, that was starring The Rock. I mean, that was just had cheese ball written all over it from the start man no offense to the rock because i love him but i don't know <laughs> that movie was just from the start speaking of the rock just like just like rampage yeah i was just gonna say speaking of the rock rampage yeah. is out and uh will went and saw it last night but he's not here obviously because he's uh at home dealing with his uh food poisoning from sushi but um yeah he said uh did you hear what he said about it uh, mark because i didn't haven't talked to him since no, I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him since last night after the movie. Uh, he didn't really say much about it. Uh, I kind of take that as it was trash. I have several friends that went have went and seen it because they like The Rock, and a couple of them fell asleep. So that just proves you don't, you, you know, if the script sucks, the movie sucks. It doesn't matter who you get in to act it. Well, why would you try and make a, a movie about Rampage? Like, it, like ah, just scratch my head. I mean, yeah, the the rampage of the video games were paid, like they didn't even have a pot. You just picked a series of monsters and destroyed buildings from like a top down point of view. It's like, oh, you exactly. know, how far can you really take that? I don't care who you throw in there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I was growing up in high school, there's a couple of video game movies that got released. One of them was Prince of Persia, and the typecasting for Jake Gyllenhaal was actually really good. It was a, he he was on point for what what we were looking for for the character, but again. The script sucked, so the movie sucked. So, yeah. I was trying really, really hard to like the movie. For, like, a year, I was just convinced, trying to convince myself that it was a good movie, and it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked Jake Gyllenhaal. I liked him as the as the, the Prince of Persia, but... The Prince, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Prince, but, um, like you said, it wasn't a very good movie. I mean, it was better than Assassin's Creed. I, I like... I like Michael Fassbender, but the newest Assassin's Creed was just so convoluted and boring and just, just didn't do very well. And I didn't like <laughs> how they did the Animus because they completely changed how it was from the they game. They changed everything, yeah. And they should have yeah. just, like, if they'd stuck to, like, even Altair's story or, like, just appease the fans by making it about the game. I know they don't have to follow the game to the letter, but they, the story they, they conjured up was, like, too convoluted and stupid. They could have just stuck with the one that worked in the games and it would have been it's... fine. But it's the same thing with books and movies. Um, whenever you read a book, it's it's usually never as good as the movie. And it's the same thing with video games. 
it's like it's the imagination it's you get into it and and the movies never never seem to do it justice yeah i mean it's true well, for a lot of times it's true because uh the, the games rely on gameplay there's no gameplay the story has to be very strong to grip you if you're not playing in it when you're playing in it you're immersed in it so the story can be weaker but you're still immersed in it if the gameplay is fun but in a movie I, I, Sorry, oh, go yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead, go I was ahead. I going to say, in a movie, it's all plot and progression, and you know what I mean? You can't rely on the fun gameplay mechanics to make it interesting to watch. I was going to say, Rodney, uh, Resident Evil is going to get a reboot, too, the movies. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it looks like the... Because, I mean, the first and second one were decent, and then after that, it went downhill, but seeing as they kind of rebooted the Resident Evil 7, and they're going to tr- probably coincide a, a re-release of the movies, too. I'm just looking down the list here of, of movies that were made, and I remember I went and seen Warcraft with uh, one of my friends in Victoria, and uh, yeah, that was an interesting movie for sure. It was shot in Vancouver here, $500 million budget, and it did not make that back, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was not... It, I've never played Warcraft, I was saying this off the air, I've never played Warcraft, and for me to go see that movie completely blind as to what the, the story's about and you know what the game's about and all that kind of stuff they like tried to jam all the lore down your throat in the first two minutes of the movie and you're like i'm so lost right now so it's just way too much to digest for a non-warcraft they just they just made it with the intent with the assumption that basically anyone who's going to go see it has played warcraft yeah, I mean, they made an MMO with like ten years run, ten plus years running of lore that they can fill with, and then they try and make a movie and cram that down your throat in two hours. Like, no way. Yeah, um, I mean, the visual effects were really good because I, um, I didn't work on it, but I knew I knew a lot of people who did work on the film, and uh, they they were telling me about how they're how they were. Um, they did like live character building basically, so they have the the guys in the mocap suits act up scene on green screen and then there was a computer that randomly generated and built the characters in live time so that they got to Mm -hmm. see them like you're watching them on the monitors and you're basically watching like a rough rough cut of the animation so yeah that was awesome yeah i thought that was really cool um because i've worked on planet of the apes and all that kind of stuff where they've used mocap suits for the apes and all that kind of stuff but i've never seen or heard of anything like that yeah it's definitely an interesting way of doing it kind of switching gears here what about the Final Fantasy VII movie? Oh yeah, Brooke. Yeah, like I thought that was a great movie, and they, you know, they did the Spirits Within, which wasn't very good, and it didn't like it was all right, but it didn't really follow the story of Seven. And then they come back. What was the what was the name of it, Brooks? I can't. Advent which Children. one? Advent Children. I I didn't see the uh, Final Fantasy movie. Actually, I missed that one. Oh, that was a, it was a great movie. Check it out. It followed Seven's story to a T. Was that the uh, anim- animated one? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was animated. It was, yeah, yeah, it was animated. Cool, yeah, no, I, um, I think yeah. I've, I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it, and yeah, it's, it's, it looked really good, but I've never actually oh, seen the whole movie. Don't watch the, don't watch Spirits Within. That one, it, that's the Final Fantasy movie, but it didn't follow. It didn't follow the seven story. Advent Children was it was awesome. It, it actually gave gamers everything they wanted, and that's why we've been clamoring for a remake for so long now. Ugh, I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> right on. Um, all right, I'm just we were smashing uh, Uwe Bowl in the last podcast, and I think it's uh, it's right fit to do it again. 
um, because most of these video games, video game movies on this list are done by him. Far Cry, In the Name of the King, um, yeah. So he he's, uh, he he did another one. What's uh, I can't remember. Anyways, yeah. He did Alone in the Dark as well, which oh, is yeah, also trash. Yeah. So just straight trash. Just just to give you an idea of how much trash he is. Um, and Postal. And Post. He did Postal as well, but that was that was a video game movie, wasn't it? Yeah, because Postal was a video game first. Right. Uh, but anyways, uh, where was it? Yeah. Okay. Far Cry. So the first movie. I actually own the physical copy on DVD because I saw it in the $5 bin at Walmart and I'm like, sure. And then I put it on I was like, oh my god. Uh, uh, uh. Just awful. Anyways, uh, it had a $30 million budget and it only made $743,000. So it didn't even make, like it made under 2% of its budget back. Yeah, I mean, Alone in the Dark, Alone in the Dark, uh says here uh, that the budget was 20 million and the box office numbers only brought in 10.4 million. So that's another commercial uh, failure from yeah. Uwe Bull. There, Yeah, there is a lot of, um, just looking at this list, there's a lot of shows that didn't um, make their budget back. Because he's, he's Canadian, right? As well, yeah, he he's, he, he's filmed he, in Vancouver. Yeah, uh, he, he lives in Vancouver. Here. He's running, apparently, Will was saying last time he runs a restaurant now. And he doesn't, oh, right he doesn't make movies anymore, he which also, is good. He did Blood Rain as well, right? Which yeah, is yeah. a... Which is a decent game when we were younger, but I know it didn't definitely didn't need a movie. Like I can think of many other series that would have deserved a video, um, a movie adaptation instead of random movies like Blood Rain and Alone in the Dark. There's one scene in Far Cry that I died laughing at, and it was is is because it was so poorly done. Um, they're on the boat and they're like avoiding the island, and the woman I can't remember the story because I watched it like ten years ago, but. Um, yeah, the woman's like, take him to the island. He's like, no, I can't do that. Sorry. He's, not, he's like a ripoff of Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> voice. Um, but anyways, she's she just pulls out this wad of money, holds it up, and he turns around and he goes, eh. He just, <laughs> the laugh he does, it just killed me. I died laughing. <laughs> well, have you guys seen Need for Speed? The one with Aaron Paul? I have, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have, yeah. I felt yeah. like that was another one that was kind of like a dud, and they kind of went very safe fast and furious kind of cheese ball wannabe movie instead of actually doing anything cool with the series so it's just and i like aaron paul i was i, I was just disappointed with that movie because nothing really went I, on i took the words right out of my mouth i like aaron <laughs> paul too and um i mean i thought it was it was good it was all right but like you said very safe sometimes yeah. I, sometimes i feel they just make these live action video game movies because they think the title's going to be enough to carry them into rich rich fortune but that is not the case with basically all of these uh, video game movies on this list it was like assassin's creed too it seems like they just kind of made it to cash in on all the hype from the games like the games had already gone stale um when that movie came out and then they came back after with uh, assassin's creed uh, what was it origins but that was already after that that came out after the movie, so this feels like the movie was a failed attempt to revive the series. And I hate when they do that. They should just make movies to be good movies because the material, the video game source material, is good enough to make a movie, not just to cash in on hype. And that's a lot of the problem with these these movies on our list. Some of them. Yeah, I agree. Um, absolutely. So, but uh, on the flip side, when there's a um, a uh, movie and then they make a video game about it. Most of the time, those are trash too. So, like, there's just like, there's just no winning with crossing there's these two good, There's good ones like the James Bond games. They were Fair all right, enough, yeah. and I think Van Helsing, the Van Helsing game, was pretty cool. The Matrix games were decent. 
There's a few examples, but for the most part, I had to agree. It's it's like it's kind of a cursed genre because it's so it's 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 cursed to be kind of cliche. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, for, I actually totally forgot about the James Bond games. Um, obviously, GoldenEye, which we talked about in the last podcast, which was a awesome game. And uh, I played The World's Not Enough as well on 64. I played I played the crap out of that game. And I would I, w- I was so cheap on because uh, I would get all the AI computers uh, on a team uh, on a team against me, and then I would play on the Istanbul level, and I would just literally camp the uh, the, the missile launcher ammo drop and I would it's guided missiles and I could look at my radar and I knew exactly where every characters just spawned and I just like guided missile in and killed them all I, I was just so cheap in that game if that was online I'd be such a such a all piece of garbage is online yeah I know this is before the the online you know before people were yeah, way better was, than me this was couch co-op yeah but I liked how you could have more than four people in that game right you could have like eight you could have um you know four actual players and then four bots so also, Bots, the, yeah. the, some of the Star Wars games were really good too, and those are all based on uh, based on movies. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that either. Oh well, yeah, it, I, um, I actually the Phantom Menace <clears throat> PC was I I thought was a great game. The Godfather games were pretty decent as well. I remember the uh, they were trying to GTA esque kind of feel. Uh, the Lord of the Rings games were sweet too. I don't know if you guys remember those on the PS2, like Return of the King and the. I, like- I don't know. There was the Thing as well. If you guys saw the horror movie The Thing from John Carpenter, they made a 2002 uh, one on the PlayStation that was like a survival horror kind of survival shooter. It was awesome. I never I never knew they made the game. That's pretty cool. Dead or Alive. I'm just reading that one now. That one actually didn't do that well either. Just so many on here that didn't do. There's um a couple that made over 100 million, but most of them did not even break like $50 million in sales. It's like kind of sad. <laughs> Well, the Resident Evil movies were oddly successful too. I'm pretty sure that like they made more money than, and, and they got pretty bad near the end too. But they kept just pumping them out. All right, so here's here was the first the first video game movie ever made, and it is probably still the worst one ever made, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah, that one was terrible. It had nothing to do with the uh, with anything to do with Mario. It just had the two characters that had the same names, and they were complete complete idiots. Yeah, it was it was god awful for sure. Um, <laughs> like like me and my cat can make a better video than that than those guys did. Yeah, what was it even about? I never saw it. Um, it, oh, it's like it, Bowser in it. Yeah, yeah. There's basically they take a mushroom trip. I'm not even gonna lie. Like that's basically what the movie's about. Yeah, it's about like a meteorite crashing into Earth and like the universe and parallel dimensions and all this weird stuff. And there's like these two plumbers in Brooklyn, and there's like a mafia storyline too. It's really stupid, dude. Yeah, it was wow. like it's something about magic dino- magic dinosaur bones, and then Daisy and King Cooper are in it, and it just doesn't make any sense. Wow. Yeah, and they kind they kind of turn. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just save yourself the uh, the embarrassment of saying you watched the movie. And That's terrible. Yeah, and then following up the Super Mario Bros. movie, um, a year later, came out Double Dragon, and it made it, it made ten percent of what the Super Mario Bros. movie made. Super Mario Bros. movie made twenty million dollars in the box office, and then the Double Dragon made two million. You know, I would rather see a Dark Souls movie than some of the the movies that we're talking about on here. 
Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I just looked up how much the Double Dragon cost to make. It cost $8 million to make, and it only made $2 million back. Yeah, a waste of money. I mean, that's why we have some good stuff to look forward to, though, in terms of television series. Like, The Witcher is coming, and the Halo series are coming. Like, there's hope. There is hope, especially when someone like Steven Spielberg is behind it, you know? Yeah, he's on board, and Netflix is doing The Witcher. Like, they, they make some good series, stuff like that. Yeah, they'll do it justice, hopefully. Oh, yeah, and f for The Witcher and Halo, at least, like, there's tons of source material there, like, throughout the books for The Witcher and the Halo books as well. There's more than enough lore to uh, support a decent story. They just need a good writer, director, and, uh, you know, they have to have a lot yeah, of money but... to back it up. They got Steven Spielberg cool. behind the helm, and, and he's probably just going to – he probably has a blank blank card for the budget, too. If it's big they budget. Literally, and... They literally need, like, fans involved, though. They, to make a good video game movie or a TV series, you got to get guys who have had time to play the game and who love the game and kind of know what collectively we all want to see in a TV show or a movie. Yeah, that was literally what I was going to mention next is that a lot of these video game movies probably failed is because they just got some random um, Writers Guild of America dude to just, hey, write the script. It's about this, this, and that. And he's like, okay, and he has absolutely zero knowledge on um, what the hell is supposed to be going on. And then he writes a really yeah. gar garbage script, and then it's a garbage movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't... And, and the thing is, is just because they don't necessarily skip stick to the source material, it doesn't mean it can be good. It's just bad because they play it so safe. And then they, they obviously have people sometimes who have never played the games or understand anything about the, the, the gameplay and the story, like making huge decisions in the movie. So that's a, that's a serious problem and with that throughout the whole genre, I think. Yeah, for sure. Right, so you can't have a director who's never done research and say, "Oh, you're supposed to feel this way," and it's like, "No." Well, that's the thing, right? When directors take on movies and stuff like that, they research and they put a lot of investment in. But it seems like a lot of the video game movies, like they have no idea what the games are about when they make these movies. Like the Super Mario, like how could they get that from the games? Like, yeah, yeah. well, because you need to you need to sit there and you need to play them. And yeah. then you got to talk to fans. Like that's why I think again the Silent Hill. Silent Hill is probably my favorite of all time. If you guys haven't seen that, you should watch it because like it's very true to the game and it's really good and I would say compelling enough to keep you watching. I'll watch that. You watch Advent Children. Yeah, and then we'll all watch Halo when it comes out. When's the release date for that? It just went into production, right, Rodney? Yeah, it just went into production. Um, I don't think they have one yet here. Just stand by. Um, It'll probably be 2019, yeah, most something likely. Like that. I'm just quickly look it up here. Uh, Halo TV show. I hope that's what the that's how they that's the title screen. That's what it says. It should just, it should just be called show. Halo, just like Halo. Nothing after that. You know? Yeah. Uh, release date. It says that the release date is not known yet. It just says fall 2018. That's soon. That's really soon. That's really great. It's yeah. probably, they're probably timing it with the release of Halo 6, honestly, because that, that would that would be actually a smart marketing decision, for sure. Yeah, of course. But, and that's, again, worrisome. If it's coinciding with the release of a game, there's always the risk that it could be a cash-in, right? But I would yeah. hope that Steven Spielberg wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and I don't Halo think... Six? But you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, they wouldn't be able to do anything from the first three Halos anyway because Bungie owns the rights to all that stuff. So unless he's gotten the rights from Bungie to, to recreate the stories in, in a television format, then it, it'll be a little bit difficult to do that. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the legality and the rights uh, licensing issues are like surrounding the books or the games because I don't think Bungie has the rights to the books, though. No, I think... But, um, I can't remember who made the books. 
it's blanking my mind right now. But anyways, I have the interwebs right beside me. And I'm not looking it up. Um, I wanted to move on. Uh, basically, a live action movie that I've wanted for a very, very long time, and obviously, so do so does a lot of other people. Is a is a Zelda live action, but. Again, I also don't want them to make a Zelda live action because of what's come of all these other video game movies. And like we were saying earlier, you know, they don't have anybody who's played the freaking games writing the script, right? So, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's, um, I can't remember. There's a group out there that's, uh, that does photo shoots all the time of uh, people dressed up as Zelda characters. And, um, there was another, the people who in 2008, who did the, I think it was 2008, who did the April Fool's trailer for live action Zelda like that was the fourth most Google term like in history and I'm like holy wow. like yeah it was it was crazy so I mean everybody wants a live action Zelda but it's it would be very difficult to do it right it would almost be better to be an anime honestly yeah it's like also live action Grand Theft Auto would be could be potentially awesome too depending on what they did I a mean, live action GTA game I mean, on that note, like, every action movie ever made is kind of GTA, honestly. Like, <laughs> you just, like, give a guy a gun and you go murder a bunch of people. It would just be for, another like, some random... movie. You're right, you're right. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they're kind of, like you said off the air, they're kind of running that out of ideas for movies. So they're just, like, they just, like, dig deep into a cardboard oh, yeah. box and pull a book That's out. They're like, this Angry one. Angry Birds kind of movies. I yeah. mean, no offense to Angry Birds. It's a great game, but it's a mobile game and they stretched it into a movie and now apparently two movies, so... Hey man, that's, there's that's a different audience there. That's kids that are gonna go see that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but then they could make Mario and do an awesome kids movie too, so... I don't yeah, know. I'm just very skeptical true. about all this stuff now, like what uh, Rodney was saying uh, about the Zelda movie. It uh, it's like they you don't want them to take these awesome games because they might make a crappy mockery of them into a bad movie. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I totally agree. So it's risky. Like you want them to do it and do it justice, but at the same time, you're, we we're all very weary because the the track record's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah, like you said, there's very few movies that that do that do that because you're. You're already your expectations are super hyped going in because it's like the favorite video game, and in like nine times out of ten, I'm telling you, you're always let down. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I uh, for the longest time, like I wanted to work in film because I wanted to make a Zelda movie and I wanted to make it right because I've played every Zelda game basically. So, but um, that dream has since died since I've worked in the film industry and it's just like a grueling, grueling job, um, as you both know because you work with me. So. But uh, yeah, I I would really like to see a Zelda live action, but at the same time, I, I just want I don't want it to be the series to be ruined like Dragon Ball ruined the, ruined the uh, anime community with the live action it made. Yeah, I guess yeah. we'll see what happens. I right. mean, they're gonna keep doing it now, especially because video games are so popular, more popular now than they ever have been before, right? Video games are making tons of money, and uh, they're just gonna keep pumping them out. I think it's, we're seeing a recurring trend here. So, I mean, we'll have to see. But, the, like I said, I hate to backtrack, but the fact that we got a big Steven Spielberg-type director, like, working on a video game movie, now we can finally take it seriously. Maybe they can shrug off that, that curse of the cheesy video game movie curse. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Steven Spielberg, uh, that helps. That helps. And the... Uh, the Halo movie they were going to do before, uh, back in the early 2000s, that got caught in development hell and never came out. Uh, they were going to, I think they were going to have Neil Blomkamp to do that one, the guy who did District 9. And I love his movies. Well, District 9, um, District 9 was a Halo movie. And then they, they lost the rights or something. 
Um, yeah. And they had to like reach. They had to change the movie, change the script of it. But District Nine started as a Halo movie when it when it was first starting to be written. Yeah, but it's, it, I love that movie. I don't know about you guys. I thought that movie was great. So I mean, there's tons of potential. Maybe maybe one day we can see see another series come to life and turn into something awesome. For sure. All right. Uh, I think we're reaching our cap here on uh, video game movie talk here. Um, Brooks, do you have anything uh, else to say before we sign off? No, that's it for video game movies. Please don't make any more unless it's by Steven Spielberg. Actually, you know what? One more. We'll make one more video game movie, and we'll see if it's good. And it's going to be Steven Spielberg's uh, Halo TV series. And then uh, hopefully, yeah, like you said, that'll break the curse. Uh, Mark, anything to say before we sign off? No, I pretty much covered it all. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for listening to our uh, podcast. Uh, let us know your thoughts on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, Instagram, or Google+. And uh, definitely check out our website uh, where we have uh, some t-shirt designs in there and uh, we're getting some more made right now we're gonna have them released here in the next week or so so yeah definitely check that out and uh, let us know what your guys's favorite movies are by uh you know anybody except Uwe Bowl because we know that they're garbage so okay thanks a lot guys uh i'll see you guys all in the next one bye bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.